welcome to a bit of an ad hoc edition of the Orient Outlook podcast with myself, Steve Nussbaum, and as always, my good friend, myself, Stan Chum, the bearded legend, the dad to be any minute now. We are on standby for yeah. the call, Mr. Paul Levy. Thank you very much. We are on the final countdown, but we will spare you our rendition <laughs> of that song because we are joined um, in this next in this uh, special one-off episode by Leighton Orient Chairman Nigel Travis, who took time out from his family holiday um, in Boston, uh, where he lives, and uh, very kindly gave us an update on quite a few things, actually. Covered things about what he's been reading on the forums, about him stepping down from Dunkin' as CEO, uh, thoughts on the season ticket sales, uh, camps in America that have already taken place. So it's a real big uh, sort of session that he's uh, spared us some time for. So without further ado, uh, live on the phone uh, as we recorded it, Chairman Nigel Travis. So, joining us live on the phone now from uh, from Boston in the US is the late Orient Chairman. Obviously, needs very little introduction here. Welcome uh, back to the show, Nigel Travis. Everybody. Well, guys, uh, good to be back. New season, all excited. Uh, I think England did us proud. Uh, even the US, I think. I think the US has got a new set of fans now for England, so that's that's all good. Fantastic. Yeah, we uh, we, we did, I think, a little bit better than uh, than we expected. But um, speaking of the US, um, talk to us about, we, we had sort of a, a real sort of world first for us, really, with the with the summer camps that were held in um, in Boston. Talk, talk us, tell us about that uh, and how that went. Well, you know, summer's been interesting. I mean, I've had a lot of people over and, and for several reasons. One is we're trying to build the morale and the spirit and the culture in the club. And some players came over for a trip, which is something that we talked about right at the start of the season. Uh, they were absolutely delightful. Uh, we had Joe Widdison, Joby McEnough and Dean Brill. Uh, my son, who's a goalkeeper, has improved dramatically as a result of uh, <laughs> Dean coming over. Um, and then we had Lewis, Lewis Spencer has actually been over three times. And all this is building up to developing camps. We, we think this is a new revenue stream for us in the future. We think it can be quite lucrative. Uh, and it's also about building the Leighton Orient name. So we actually did the first camp. We got the week completely wrong because in the USA have the end of the school year is much earlier than it is in the UK. But we managed to get it um, wrong because we got it uh, exactly after the private schools finished and before the public schools finished. But having said that, the camp was very successful. The accolades we have for the quality of the coaching was spectacular. So our vision going forward is I think we're going to do more in the Boston area. We're going to do more at some stage down in Dallas near where Kent is. We've got a few other places that some of the coaches have coached before. And then we think we can expand it. I mean, obviously, we've got a name in the UK. But I think it's a real business for you know, American kids going to the UK and making it part soccer, part educational. And as we do this, we're building the brand. Now, one of the advantages we have, unlike the big clubs, because in the States and 
many of your listeners won't know this, you can go to a Manchester United camp, you can go to a Spurs camp, but then, then they're so distant from the people who run the club that we think we can breach, breach that gap. And well, that's why we think there is a true opportunity for Americans to come over and uh, to see the players, to see the coaching uh, in the UK. So we're working on a whole bunch of ideas at the same time. Uh, I think this can be a revenue stream of several hundred thousand. Uh, Lewis is actually more optimistic than me. And by the way, he's a fantastic coach. Uh, anyone who needs to see a great coach, watch Lewis Spencer coach. Uh, so we made a few mistakes. We learned a lot. Um, and we probably lost more money this year than we uh, took in. But that was what happens when you start a brand new business. And we're excited about the opportunities in the future. So a massive learning curve. Um, for this year that you'll obviously be able to take forwards um, into next year and, and obviously from the players' perspectives what, what was their feedback? Well I, I mean the players were as I said before absolutely delightful I mean we should be proud of the people who play for Lane Orient uh, I mean they're a class act um, they are really very good people which I think we should all be proud of um, and you know they really care about Lane Orient uh, I had some good chats with them. Uh, and remember, this is before we signed uh, Gorman uh, and Alabi. Uh, and they felt that the players we had were good enough to be successful this year. So that tells you how they felt. Um, but, you know, we gave them a good time. We went to see the Red Sox, who I think you know we're very close to. And uh, we're working on what we can do when the Red Sox appear at. Uh, that stadium that is not far from uh, our, our ground. Uh, I won't name it. I can't name it. But uh, uh, when they come and play two games against the Yankees next year, we're hoping to do something, so we're working on that. Uh, and then we went out for dinner. We, we had a good time. And uh, I've, I've read on the forum some people are wondering why people are over. Uh, one thing that surprises me is that many people don't think of players as employees. I mean, you two work for companies, and I think if, if your company does the kind of things that we do to make food, people feel good, I think you feel really good. Yeah, and, uh, and, and, and I think it's truly helped us. I mean, we're very keen, Kent and I, to get rid of all the layers. I mean, Kent does a much better job than I do. I mean... You only have to see the stuff he's done in Portugal. Uh, and, you know, we're all people who love Leighton Orient. We're fans. And, uh, I mean, you asked me earlier on why I listened to the podcast. Well, I'm a fan. I mean, uh, I may be chairman of the club, but I'm a fan. Uh, and and I think what we established with the players is that we're all in this together. There's no true hierarchy of people with a big status on their shoulder. So... Uh, we felt really good about it. Now, you met, you mentioned the forum um, a moment ago. Um, it's no secret that you and Kent and everybody uh, read the forum. What, what stuff have you seen written on there that has made you laugh or made you think, oh, that's, that's a bit outrageous um, to write something like that or just something that's absolutely ridiculous? What, what stuff have you seen that, uh, that sort of fits that bill? 
I don't really mind what people write because every opinion is a good opinion as long as it's said in a constructive manner. And occasionally people say things that aren't terribly constructive, but, you know, that's, that's very few that's and far between. Yeah. Uh, 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 it was fascinating to read about me stepping down as CEO of Duncan Brands. I mean, I'm now executive chairman. Um, I mean, someone wrote that, well, there's the money down the drain. We won't have any more money. Well, that's not true. Uh, the club is pretty well financed for the foreseeable future. Uh, I also laughed about how was I going to get to the UK. Well, uh, I haven't actually cut back. I've started going Norwegian, uh, which is great. Uh, it's, it's, you know, premium economy on the Norwegian is good. And if anyone knows Norwegian, we could do with them as a sponsor. But, you know, people have also asked what I'm going to do. I mean, I'm, well, I'm still at Duncan. Uh, I'm still very committed to the company, but I'm going to do some other balls, some private equity stuff, and spend more time with Leighton Orient. So, uh, and by the way, I think the club needs less of my time now than it did a year ago. I mean, Danny is doing an awesome job. Uh, Martin is doing an awesome job. So I'm kind of uh, just trying to be as supportive as I can. So would we expect to see you more often in down at the at the Bray Group Stadium uh, next season? Very good, very good. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I, I think I think definitely. In fact, uh, I'm going to be at the stadium for the South End pre-season friendly with all the family. I know uh, certainly Karen and the sports club likes to see all the kids come. Uh, so we'll have David obviously with Oliver and then Brooke and Ian. Uh, and Brooke and Ian are going to be working hard that day. You know. It's a chance to polish their working skills. Uh, and and then uh, we'll all be back again for the Barrow game. In between, we're going off on vacation in Europe to Paris and Corsica. Um, and then the next game I'm probably going to go to is, because I've got to be in Manchester, is Halifax away in September. So I think last year I made about six, seven games. I know at Christmas there's three games, two with Dagnum and one with Dover that I can actually attend and so I'm, I'm probably going to do more games this year than I did last year Good to hear Good to hear You mentioned you're down for the South End game Have you got any other plans when you're down? Yeah, I mean uh, <clears throat> you know we've got an event with the whole club uh, all the players uh, all the uh, office folk uh, it was actually Justin's idea and uh so we're going to have a get-together uh, to get the season off uh, humming. Everyone on the same page, everyone knowing everyone else. Uh, so first time we've done it, it's just an internal event. But we've got a big organisation and we want everyone to be on the same page and have some fun together. You know, we've got events for the kids, we'll be eating together. Yeah, it should be really good. And from a perspective... And then, uh, Sorry, go on. And then, yeah, I'll probably, I'll probably go to the ground a couple of other times, like I always do. Um, but uh, we're in good hands with Danny and Martin, so I don't have to go there too often. <laughs> and from a perspective of of a fan of the fans, it kind of links quite nicely into um, the club announcing today um, they hit three thousand six hundred and seven season ticket sales, which is pretty uh, pretty astronomical, but still not quite where you want it to be. This is kind of a funny story because, like all companies, we did budgeting. I won't say 
where we ended up, but some people thought it was going to go down, some people thought it was going to go up, uh, and those two people were Kent and I. Uh, uh, but, uh, you know, I think it's an awesome effort so far. Danny's got a whole pile of ideas all still lined up. Uh, it was really funny. We've been phoning people up, and I phoned one fan up, a nice guy, I won't name him, uh, but he's a taxi driver. And he phoned me back on FaceTime. So I was driving around London talking about season tickets. Uh, but uh, it was, uh, it's been an awesome effort. And I think it captures what everyone thinks about what's going to happen this season. I'm truly excited. As I said before, the players are excited. I was talking on a completely different subject to a Newport, Newport County fan today. And he couldn't say enough good things about Justin Edinburgh. So uh, that was great to hear. He said, you've got the best manager possible in this league. So we feel equally good about Justin. Um, and talk about the coaching staff. I won't tell you what it is, because I keep getting told off for leaking things. Uh, <laughs> Come on, but, Nigel. Come but, on, Nigel. But, no, 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 no. But we're going to have some good news later in the week on a couple of things. So you'll have to watch the uh, Lake Orient website for some good news. You heard it here first. Yeah, here but first. by the time this goes out, that would have already Possibly. happened. So. Possibly. So around, you mentioned very happy with Justin. Pre-season so far, team the team have looked good. Lots of goals going in. Camp morale seems yeah, to be I, really high. Actually, uh, I mean, all I've done is watch it like you guys probably on you know the the Twitter and the website. Uh, but I've talked to everyone. I mean, 19 goals. Uh, great to see that James has come in and scored four already. Yep. Josh seems to be on fire. Um, I think we need to get Macca scoring a few more goals. Um, but, no, joking aside, <laughs> Macca's a great guy. Uh, but we've let, obviously, the five goals in in Benfica. But before any game, I always say, what do you think the result was going to be? I thought we'd lose that like 4 nothing. Yeah. Uh, so 5 4 bizarre game with four penalties so the pre-season so far exceeds what I expected and I think it's Martin said to me before the pre-season he said you he said the players just can't wait to get going I think they feel they've got a lot to prove and a lot to achieve uh, so I think we're already seeing that and you mentioned Atalabee's come in and scored a couple you mentioned Bond and Josh but you haven't mentioned David Mooney's two not just one but two Mooney chips Already this pre-season. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, uh, I haven't seen the second one, but the first one was uh, really well taken, wasn't it? And, uh, uh, and I think again, what just what Justin's trying to do is make sure he's got cover at every position. It's also been encouraging to see all these young kids coming in. Um, and and talk about David Moody. I went to the Gateshead game, the last game of the season. I think David, a couple of times, has shown himself very capable of playing in midfield. So all all these all these tweaks that Justin does, trying people here, putting Alex at right back, which I know he's played before, it means that unlike last year, when at times, uh, certainly when Steve was still here, we were struggling for players, I think we've got so much cover. And Justin, in his very normal, planful way, is giving people experience now so that if they have to do it, they can do it. So all in all, from where we are now to where we were last year, a massive leap 
massive progress yeah. and you and the board must be absolutely delighted with where, where you find yourselves at this point in yeah, time yeah but uh, well we are but we've got to remember we've, we've cracked a lot of things remember this time last year we had no bank account nothing no credit card processing and a few players who just started pre-season training but we're still in the same position we're still in the National League so I personally won't rest until we're out of the National League and and I think I'm pretty confident of this year on the forum they talk about the, the fact that Dale Gorman came in and said you know we're aiming to be in the top 10 um, well I think Justin's also said uh, um, Justin's also said uh, that uh, we can get into the top 7 which I think is true so I think we're really confident all round, and certainly the board feels confident. But I think everyone needs to know, all your listeners, that uh, we may well have uh, some bumps in the road, and uh, those bumps in the road we have to overcome. It's not going to be an easy league this season when you see the likes of Salford splashing the cash and Chesterfield making some some pretty astute signings. There's obviously going to be a few weaker teams, teams that have lost players that have not been able to to strengthen but uh, you'd certainly like to think that we'd be one of the runners and riders in that uh, in that race for uh, for promotion yeah I think I think something to learn from last year I mean Salford and Chesterfield are probably going to go through some of the same turbulence we did because you have to get teams together I mean they're still signing players I mean we've had a squad in place for weeks uh, and we're very confident in our coaching staff so We've talked about Justin, but people like Ross uh, and Danny and supported by the medical team led by Keaton. And someone we don't talk about, I know you talked about it on the last uh, podcast of the season. But, um, I think Steve, our chief scout, has done an awesome job. I mean, just to remind everyone, he's the one that found Macaulay Bond. Uh, he's identified all the players we brought in. We feel really good about these people. So this stability that goes from one year to the next, I think, is really going to help us in, in this coming season, guys. Absolutely, absolutely. It's a Saturday, 4th of August, away to Salford. Where are you going to be watching the game? Uh, I won't be, because we're going to be on the plane from Paris to Corsica. Uh, so that's unfortunate. Um, but, yeah, not to worry. Uh, you know, I missed a few games last year. Uh, I, for one, am very happy to get Salford first game of the season. I think everyone's going to be up for it. I think, as I said, they're going to be getting their act together. I think this is a perfect time to play them. And then Epsleet at home, another exciting game. I'll be watching that from Corsica. Uh, and then I'll be excited to be back for the Barrow game. Yeah, I think there'll be cracking atmosphere. Yeah. Um, obviously, Epsleet barrow so just to finish up then Nigel won't keep you for any much longer but message for the fans and everyone's so excited about this season like you said morale seems to be really high team scoring goals we've got a real settled squad we've got probably the best manager in the National League there's a real sense and belief that this season we can go and do something really special so what's your what's your message for the Orient fans built going into yeah, the season uh, well a few messages as Justin keeps saying in interviews we've, we've got the best fans in the league We've probably got the best fans in the bottom three leagues, actually. Uh, so thank you to the fans. Uh, secondly, I'd say the board are very excited. I, I, I wake up every day fortunate that I met Kent, uh, who truly is not only 
a wonderful guy but a good friend. Um, I think putting Martin Ling in as a first move like he was inspired, he developed the people culture that's so important. So when you bring that together, I think the one thing I haven't talked about is fun. And we, we're all involved in Lake Orient because we want to enjoy it and have fun. We're going to have ups and downs, but I think, you know, we have to try and be very phlegmatic with the downs and we'll get through it. But I feel very good about the season. And if there's any fans, like some I've spoken to, who haven't yet filled in the form for the season tickets, please do. We want to, we want to make the Brea Group Stadium so loud that it frightens the other teams. We want to stop them taking the selfies like they took last year. We want to make it a frightening place to come, and we're going to have a great year. So that's my message. So that was Nigel Travis uh, live on the phone. So we say thank you to Nigel Travis for making the time and joining us. And it was great to speak to him. We hope you've got a lot out of that. So our next episode will be on Sunday the 29th of July. Mr. Levy? Hopefully I won't be here because hopefully my wife will have given birth by then. So no doubt I'll be covered in baby sick and all sorts of bits and pieces and doing feeds. But we will be back hopefully with some rhythm and routine uh, soon after that. So the 29th of July we'll be recording our last pre-season game. All the pre-season games will have been completed by then. So don't forget to join us. Keep calm. And as always, listen to the Orient Outlook podcast. Up the O's.